0: Now, as a listener of our podcast, you know what a gremlin-brained person I am sometimes, how I get distracted, how my brain is moving a million miles a minute, and so I would love to share with you guys the secret to ways in which I focus on a daily basis, and that is today's sponsor, VIA. And with Valentine's Day right around the corner, it's no secret that consuming a little THC can help set the mood in the bedroom. However, getting that right strain and dosage can be a little bit difficult. Now, VIA has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, I know, big words, I'm not a size queen, but when I'm wanting to get into the mood, there is a specific product from Via that has libido enhancing herbs called High Love. We're talking about pairing aphrodisiac herbs and a mild amount of THC. Their best-selling High Love gummy will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experiences. I've done my fair share of shopping in person, going to little boutique shops, or even shopping online and then having some random car pull up with your order, and they're really nice, but it's like awkward. Do I give you my ID? Do I pay you cash? Like I'm an awkward person to begin with, but via legally ships to all 50 States with discreet packaging directly to your door and a wide range of gummies with effects and routines that fit your lifestyle with no medical card required. If you're over the age of 21, you too can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning dreams, THC and CBN sleep gummies with your exclusive offer code Watts at viahemp.com. V I I a hemp.com and for me personally i love Via because once i find that dosage that works for me i know what effects i'm gonna get and i know exactly how to perfectly fit it into my routine as someone whose brain never shuts the hell up i need something to chill myself out and sometimes help me just get focused and that's where via and the different options from thc to cbn to cbd and finding your dosage is so easy so check out the only lifestyle hemp brand and don't just take my word for it try it for yourself using again Offer code WATTS for 15% off and one free sample of their Sleepy Dream gummies at viahemp.com. Uh-oh, I've got alcohol and it's right next to my nipple, which is fight it's, it's really exposed. I'm going to take your liquor license away. Don't no, do that. No, please. What's no your safe word? nipples in
1: my drink. Uh, no raids. Oh. <sighs>
0: Welcome back to What's Your Safe Pod. I'm Amp. I'm Mr. Christopher. And today we're on the couch again.
1: I know. I got you to come over to my place and just lounge around. Technically,
0: and... I offered. You did. Because, that was super sweet. Because I know how comfortable it is. Don't get used to it. I like sitting. Don't get used I to like it. Sitting on a couch. Don't get used to it. Why? <laughs> and today, um, it's it's a little cloudy outside. It's been a long week. And it's only Tuesday as we're filming this, and I'm already just over how homophobic the world
1: is. (laughs) It
0: seems to be getting worse
1: too, and and that's uh,
0: yeah. Today's cast is going to be just a gay, gay old time. Quite literally, talking about news, talking about what's been going on in the world. But uh, just this last weekend, um, I think I feel it's appropriate to kind of open up with uh a little bit of tea a little bit of lightheartedness because we're going to talk about the what's happening in seattle as well as like some controversial stuff that generally um you and i don't always see eye to eye on but like not in a bad way no, uh, in the form of like conversation generational word thing. usage yeah and i think that's kind of the the best kind of conversation but daddy first of all present topic in mind excluded how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good. I uh, actually it was kind of a nice, relaxing weekend. Uh, we didn't have to go anywhere. We didn't have to be anywhere. So, um, and I felt like I got a lot of shit done. One of them is hanging a chandelier in your kitchen. That
0: was fun. I, what do you consider a chandelier? That it's a huge. Okay, a. <laughs> It's not could done. Could Sia hang from it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> she could. Um, a, it's not done because you have to put in like
0: a hundred little spiky things in it to f- complete it. I wonder why it's not done. It <laughs> It's like this. It's pretty much looks like a biblically accurate angel. Have you ever seen biblically accurate angels? It looks like... Pluto. What are you talking what? about? Look, what? It's an
1: orb with a big ring around it with spikes coming out of it.
0: Yeah, it looks like a biblically accurate angel, minus the eyeballs, if you guys know what I mean. I'm showing Daddy this I right now. I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: What do you mean? It doesn't look like anything like an angel. It's a big ball. Have
0: you ever seen a biblically socket. accurate angel with like... Th- tell me it does not look kind of like that. What the hell is that? That is a biblically accurate angel. It's got little like, it's like rings on rings and, and spikes. Eyeballs? Yeah, and tons of eyeballs. It, oh. Does it not look a little bit like is that? Is this an anime thing? No, this is it. This is I've what never. That's seen how this. the Bible describes what angels looks like. No,
1: it is not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. why did you... you hear this?
0: I went to Catholic school. What do you mean? You <laughs> you're Catholic, Catholicism is so odd. Please, <laughs> here's an excerpt. Above him stood the seraphim. Each had six wings. With two, he covered his face, and there were yeah tons of eyeballs yeah okay is that what it says yeah there's tons of yeah the the slang too yeah the appearance of the wheels that it had and their working was like the color of barrel and all four of them had similar likenesses there's four rings uh and already fallen asleep they went toward any four directions as the wings flew uh, that was from Ezekiel one fifteen slash seventeen.
1: Okay, so th- it looks like your stupid angel. Fine, um,
0: but <laughs> it's,
1: it's, <laughs> but it, fuck it was, you, religion. It was a huge sense of accomplishment. Uh, it looks great. Um, I hated your old light fixture, which I actually put up as well. Um, Wait, where's that? The one that I took down from your
0: kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh! I thought you were saying you put up that as weekend. This no, weekend, no, well, I, right? yeah. I put that up so three we did years some, ago. When you some home there. renovation this weekend, yeah. um, I got to play a little bit of Pal World. Which do you know what Pokemon is? Uh, yeah, it's that that. Uh, Explain game. Pokemon to me, please.
1: It's it's a it's a game you kids play on your phone where you run no. around in people's yards and try to no. get. No, that's like, Pokemon Go. A Big s- difference. A Snorlax or something. Snorlax and all those little ca-
0: cartoon characters. Sure. Now imagine if Pokemon had guns. Are they allowed to? I in, mean, in Power World, they do. Everyone no. guns. <laughs> Ironically <laughs> enough, though, Power World was developed in Japan, but it is essentially Pokemon with guns, and it ta- it's a very interesting, fascinating look at what happens when somebody does a game that is pretty much the same game, but they do it better. So, like, it's a game that's actually challenging Pokemon to, like... Do something different.
1: Well, I mean, you never have a monopoly on anything long. Someone's going to come around and do it cheaper and better. So this is just probably putting a fire in Pokemon's ass
0: to um, to get a new game. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. The last yeah. couple Pokemon games, I know you all listen to this podcast for gaming news, were kind of shit. Like buggy, they weren't working a lot. Like there were tons of aspects of it that just flat like they they flopped they flopped yeah yeah and i I know i hate that i swear (laughs) okay daddy then how about floppy man (laughs) (laughs) when pokemon flops he flops down daddy do you have any fun sexual escapades of the week we still haven't found we still haven't figured out what we want to call this um porn story of the porny Porny of the week. The porny of the week. Yeah. Um, Let's
1: see. Uh, Sex. uh, I had a shave down. Last week yeah. with uh, Mindfuck and uh, Dad the Doberman. Talked about that I last week. Ford poppers down my nose. So I've kind yeah. of been hesitant to do anything since. Um, actually, Jack Axis came by uh, and we had a quick little fuck scene today, actually. So that was nice uh, and unexpected. Do you
0: want to so. explain it?
1: Because people I? might
0: not know who Jack Axis is
1: and... It- Jack Axis is uh, a dom I started playing with about a a month ago. Um, And we did a flogging scene, which I haven't posted yet. And just like a cigar worship scene. And today I actually had therapy in the morning. So he had had poked me saying, hey, would you want to get together and do something? And I said, sure, later this afternoon, but I have therapy in the morning. And then my therapy was so dumb. Deep that I was just kind of in a um, uh, state of. uh, Lethargic? Kind of lethargic. It was just, it was so deep and it opened up all this childhood trauma. Right. So I wasn't in kind of the mood to do like. Fuck, fuck fucking. And so, uh, I told him that and he's like, that's fine. And we don't even have to shoot anything. And I'm like, okay, cool. And he came over and it was very, he kind of gave me a little aftercare. It was really nice. And we did some snuggling and then that turned me on and he fucked my hole, but it was, <laughs> as you do. that's not, that as wasn't as our do. intention. It just happened. And so actually, so he started, um, Fucking me because he, he's a good dirty talker. And so he started whispering things in my ear, which got me aroused. And, they, and we had said, oh, we don't need to shoot this for content. That's fine. And then he's fucking me. And we, we took a break and you know, I, I'm like, you know, I'm throwing a camera up for shooting this. <laughs> if you don't shoot it, did it actually did it happen? <laughs> happen?
0: I mean, I don't mind the, the mindset of like when you're making content, when you're making porn stuff, you you put up the camera after the fact, you know. Or right. you put up the camera and you're just like, hey, if it, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Like I've done that a number of times, just kept my my stream camera running as I do stuff with full permission of the people involved, of yeah, course. yeah, yeah, always. I know, but I'm just saying that for anyone listening. Sure.
1: Um, but yeah, it's sometimes, you know, when you do sex work for a living, sometimes you just want to have it private for yourself. And I was kind of in a vulnerable state. So I wasn't really wanting to do that. And then, it was so hot. I'm like, okay, we gotta shoot this. And I just threw one camera. I didn't do like usually when I do a full scene and we set it up. I put a GoPro here and another camera. I, I have three different angles, mm-hmm. and we have to go around and match the cameras and the audio and stuff. Didn't do any of that. I just threw my iPhone up on a tripod. You
0: know, and... with the, the, all of that said, I also had my own fun sexual encounter this last week, which I'll get into. Oh, but wait. but I had a I had a, a lunch this last week where. It was with someone who does organizing of events for classes and things in the area of the sexual kinky variety. Okay. We've been on there before. I, I mean, people can assume, but I don't want to like, I don't want to like. Show them the
1: out. Who is it? Whisper, no, it. Whisper sh- it to me. Uh,
0: uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And again, we love them. So it's not a, a yeah, secret, yeah, yeah. but I'm just, I don't want to. Give away all the secrets. And they were asking me about hypno because we have mutual friends that do hypno stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had a lovely just hypno scene with a friend this last week that was very therapeutic. It was very deep. It was very like it was it was there were puppy hoods and masks and fucking and it was a lot of fun. But like it, it helps to get into a nice headspace. Um, and because of the meeting I had with the organizers who do classes, they we have mutual friends. They were kind of curious, like, oh, well, would you ever want to do because it was a hypno scene? Would you ever be open to doing hypno in in a class sense? Like people would love to see it. I'm sure people would love to see you go under. You're a natural. Butter me up, butter me up, butter me up. Like all these lovely compliments. Yeah. Um. And it, as much as throwing up a camera makes something like a, a sex scene hot, I feel that, especially considering how much of our lives we film and put out there, mm-hmm. hypno is kind of one of those things that I was like, yeah. I, I legitimately said, you know, I don't think I would want to do that. I don't think I would feel comfortable and, and that's doing that fair because
1: you want to keep it private for you. When I first got into porn, there were certain porn stars I didn't want to meet because they once you meet them, you either like them so much they become like your brother. You don't want to watch them and they're they're their
0: friends. you become you know their Ew, personality. brother fucking. I've never seen or had or, anyone fetishize such or
1: a or you don't. Uh, like their personality anymore, and then that ruins the
0: porn you used to jack off to. So I or they're terrible at texting, and they just ruin the image of like the perfect person that they are because they're really bad at getting back to you. That sounds very um no, not at all. Okay.
1: Anyway, uh, so, uh, no, I get that you want to keep some things private, and you and um. And if we probably are accused of keeping nothing private, but we do. We, do, we do. Well,
0: that's just it. People don't. People are like, oh, you go share everything. I'm like, no, we don't.
1: Yeah, there actually, we of, don't. We don't share stuff. our sex life a lot. Well, yeah, publicly. And either. I was.
0: And I was. As he was fucking me, and we were both in like a nice dog head space, mm-hmm. hypno induced things. Um, he, like, we we took a breather, and he's like, "Do you want me to take photos?" Because he assumed that that was the, that was what i always want Mm -hmm. and i was like you can take some photos but i wasn't expecting i I didn't need a scene because sometimes things are for you yeah you know sometimes the things are for us sometimes things are yeah and it was a nice time but then when i was having that meeting today just you talking about not always needing a camera up i think that there are times where i don't want a camera up because that's a time and a place for me to be in my headspace And I especially don't want to do that in front of a crowd who's like trying to learn.
1: Well, you're talking about a live audience.
0: That's a whole different
1: game than just shooting camera. Um, For me, I, because maybe I'm such a voyeur, I always, the the only reason sometimes I don't want to do the camera up is because it's a lot of work that that takes out of the
0: moment. There's a reason I will tell you, let me film your stuff for you because not that you're bad at setting up a camera, but things move. Yeah. Things move when you do like sexy scenes.
1: And when you're, when you know you're being, you're filming it for content, you move a certain direction, way, you You cheat your body out, you know. And so, which is, which is not the normal way you would privately have sex with someone. You're not worried about light getting in the right
0: places. Yeah. Yeah. And also my room is so dark with all the purple lights. It doesn't film well anyway. So
1: Yeah, well that's another thing. Actually that I always think about too because I like dim lighting when I'm intimate with someone. I like my boys like I like my lighting. Dim. <laughs> Dumb little himbos. <laughs> Just- so dim put that on a uh, shirt <laughs> <laughs>
0: no
1: but um and and to shoot a scene you have to have bright lighting uh or at least it has to be clear enough that you can see the hole you can see or, too many or shadows pro and, tip
0: what wide angle lens that is good in low light so get something with an f-stop that's really Still, low even that and something gets you can grainy. bump up the iso in a 4k i'm talking camera specs that only some people are going to understand yeah but like then you can kind of cheat it yeah, but it's still you still have to know what you're doing and those kinds of equipment those lenses can be a little pricey yeah because you have to focus them and make
1: sure the right focus. Distance and focus and then you start getting hot and heavy with someone and then you're like falling off the bed and you're completely out of frame and you're like oh shit that you're- sounds a little pointed <laughs>
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe a little firsthand experience yeah. there yeah. no and, and so i i think that it's really interesting the which is kind of full circle to the whole conversation we'll have today is like personal experience, our sexual bodies and like how much we're able to share, but almost how much we should be sharing as well. Um and we'll get into that again, that conversation, the can Seattle you thing. You can overshare, especially if there's alcohol around, your nipples are out and it's indecent. Again, we'll get to it. Yep. But first, Daddy, as far as sex goes, we already know what you've been up to, but do you have any tea? <laughs> Daddy, Daddy. Uh, the, the, we don't we don't have a soundboard when we're at your place. So I just need people to know that, that if w- that was on perfectly. time and it was last time we did yeah. this too. I was I was perfectly timed because if I, that was on time, I was doing the jingle in my head. Me too. Is
1: that <laughs> I know the know that jingle so well. <laughs> That's not the T. Okay. Uh, so my T is, you know how I did this full on body shave? What? No. Yes. So all of internet knows I did can I tell you how uncomfortable it is two or three days out? And yeah, how well, intimate with someone it is so because you're now prickly and scratchy. It is the least turned on you could be. Oh, <laughs> yes.
0: can I give you some tea? Which is whenever you do something online, uh-huh. the day after. Or if you post something on Monday morning as I'm doing my Twitch streaming, which, by the way, come on stream. like We, we chat all the time. We're having a good time. But you need to you? give me an update what you're going to post because it's almost like trauma sometimes. People are like, is daddy okay? And that's the first thing they say in chat. And me, mid-playing mid Power World, Pokemon with guns, I'm like, what? And they're like, is he okay? Is, is is his beard okay? Is there any hair left? And I was like, oh, what are you
1: talking Because I did a you teaser. You posted a photo of just hair at on your the feet. Floor.
0: <laughs> and people were like, did he shave his beard? I is was he okay?
1: Teasing. It was a teaser. It's supposed to get you interested. That's, that's
0: called marketing. I, uh, I know how that you. works. But also, a little bit of like maybe a thread saying. It's okay, the beard's fine. Or something so people don't freak the no, fuck out. let them freak out. It's no, because then I got to freak... I thought something happened to you that morning that was bad. And then I, um, like, it, a minute into me being like, what are you guys talking about? I'm like, give me context, please. Context is important. They're like, oh, it looks like you did a shaving <laughs> scene. I'm like, oh, no, I was there for that. Yeah, you, sh- His you beard shot wasn't. it. I know, but <laughs> out of context. Anyway. So
1: why do I have to tell you? Because you were there. You know what happened. Anyway. So I don't need to explain
0: it I to you. I have this lovely photo set from an old boyfriend who wanted to shave me down on his table um the number of times that that photo you have was, nothing to shave I my ass was very hairy okay, thank you very much fine. that's
1: that's the only hairy place you
0: are sometimes i will see it make the rounds though on twitter back mm. when tumblr was a thing um even like some more private instagram posts from the kinky peoples mm-hmm. and i'll be like oh that's a picture of me and they're like no it's not i'm like Yes, I know the exact apartment. I know the night. I know the feeling of the week after as your your hair your hair starts it's to grow back. Terrible. your terrible. That's or my on, tea, by the way. Yeah, no, we got that. <laughs> uh, armpits are terrible too. Oh my god, it's finally growing in, so it's
1: not itchy. Well,
0: that's good, but yeah, don't don't. If you're going to do anything like that, is that is that you're done with your tea? Yeah, well, that and I was going to say you, you,
1: I'm also heading to Puerto Vallarta for beef dip this weekend, and. I am a little nervous that I'm gonna be rejected by the Bears.
0: What? Oh, well, no, say, you somebody are still was telling a bear. me bears
1: are very gapy and, and, and that they're very judgy when you don't start rumors about bears. That's what somebody was telling me last night. And I was like, and then they were making me scared to go to part of her hair No, bears they, come
0: in all shapes and sizes. I know they do. Some of them love hair, some of them might not like hair. But you know what? Either way, you can tell them about today's sponsor, Manscaped.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should just take Manscaped razors and pass it out to all the bears. We don't have that. Arta. No, we don't have that. Many.
0: But Manscape, if you're in Puerto Vallarta, let Daddy know Ooh, they'll come this model. Is a good time because it is the new year, and that means our friends at Manscape are here to help you with your New Year's resolutions, whether they're above or below the waist, Daddy. How's your waist doing? My waist is breaking out currently. (laughs) So this holiday season, as we get into the new year, maybe you should try out the new Manscaped lawnmower Mower 5.0, which is in every person's closet when they're looking to do a little manscaping. And of course, I use it all the time for chastity. I literally will freshen up my face every time we do a shoot because the Manscaped Razor has a bunch of guards. You can actually set different lengths. It's perfect for a little stubble, but it's also perfect to get down to the skin without shaving completely, because that's how you get ingrowns. And that's how you get the uncomfortable ones. Yes. And Manscaped not only is reducing nicks and cuts with the way that they make their their blades, but there's also a little light on top of it. And it's travel safe and USB rechargeable. It is such a lovely tool, both in the bedroom, on the go, and in your porn scenes,
1: apparently. Do you know what I've just discovered for the first time from Manscaped, which I'm loving, is their beard conditioner. Mm. It's a leave-in conditioner. It has made my beard so soft and silky. I am definitely oh. ordering more of that. It is—it's—it's it's crazy good.
0: So, if you're ready to get in on the wonderful deals as well as the goods, Daddy, what can they do at Manscaped.com? Use offer code WHATS20 get 20% off and free shipping to make sure you have a happy new year and maybe some happy new balls mm. and a happy new bear. So check out Manscaped. Um, again, we love the lawnmower 5.0. Uh, the weed whacker is great for nose and ears as well as little tiny holes. Uh, Daddy loves their potions and lotions, which you can yeah, check out. Do you do that Manscaped leave-in
1: beard con- conditioner? It is amazing.
0: The grooming kit's lovely. The travel shed 2.0 is perfect for traveling, especially if you got any liquids or you don't want to spill. And let's just face it, New Year's resolutions are sometimes hard to keep going. But this is something you can do all year long. Whether you're hard or not. <laughs> so thank you again, Manscaped. Again, use offer code WATTS20 at manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping. And whether you got balls or not, your body will thank you. Thank you, Manscaped. So I I actually used my Manscaped this last week, too, getting ready for my own fun, sexy times. Did, did, you, uh, did you tape it and, and post it? I did film a Manscaped Razor thing once that I put on my OnlyFans. And I was like, even at the beginning, I was like, this isn't an ad, but this is literally just how I manscape. And if you want to check it out, I did do a, a shout out to Manscaped. I, my, I did a shout porn. out too
1: on Twitter and they did not retweet me. But that's Well, you okay. were also I'm like not... fully naked. Yeah, no, yeah. No,
0: no marketing manager at Manscaped is going to sit and be like, oh my God, oh great my God. content. <laughs> I can retweet There's and get daddy's shadow hole. banned. I'm sure they saw it though. Uh-huh. And they laughed. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll email our, our contact and be like, by the way, I just want you to know how above and beyond soul. we are. Because here's a picture. Spoiler alert. I'll tell them it's like pornographic. But I'll be like, mm, daddy went out of his way. Yeah. They, yeah, we, yeah. we our advertisers that we work with are not only funny, but they watch our content and then mm-hmm. they'll be like, oh my God, you guys are ridiculous. <laughs> like not just Manscaped. We probably
1: test products differently than most.
0: A lot of our contacts that we work with specifically go out of their way to tell their teams that they want to work with us oh, really? because usually they're a little kinky <laughs> yeah or they're just really chill and, yeah a and little, and little. i appreciate when sex positive peeps work at companies and bring in a little sex positivity themselves so thank you again manscape again w- longest running sponsor on the pod one of our longest running sponsors at period yeah so should we get to the meat and potatoes sure um this last week and I want I want maybe not trigger a like spoiler alert not I don't know it might trigger some people but the conversation is talking about rating of bars in Seattle this last weekend uh, a number of bars I believe four bars four gay bars and then even some some straight bars apparently got in trouble too, but predominantly gay bars were raided in Seattle because there was indecency, and they had to get cited. and And I saw it first from Dan Savage um, mm-hmm. on Instagram because Dan's usually the first person that gets on, in on these kinds of things. Well,
1: that and you're from Seattle, so yeah, that's where you knew Dan as well. Yeah,
0: and so and we just saw Dan at MAL, so Dan, it was probably fresh Dan in my Terry. feeds. Yep. Um, but on January 29th, 2024, uh, local gay bars in Seattle were raided. Uh, what you need to know and business individuals standing up for your rights is what Dan starts with. Uh, the statement here is to express concerns over recent events targeting gay men. Specifically, unjust raids were conducted by the Joint Enforcement Team, or JET, and the Liquor Council Board at several historic gay bars, by extension, threatening all active LGBTQ nightlife venues in the area. Our coalition, says Dan, Mm -hmm. uh, consists of establishments that provide safe spaces for diverse and marginalized communities to express themselves through love, music, dance, and art. The recent raids have disrupted these operations and undermined trust and security within our communities none of the venues in our coalition have been cited for alcohol or violence related offenses keep in mind but citations were issued based solely on individuals clothing choices such as being shirtless or wearing a jockstrap which we considered a breach of the power entrusted by jet or j-e-t and the the council for uh, the liquor board and maintaining public safety the absence of violence or liquor related issues is the site in the citation indicates a concerning focus on targeting queer individuals in queer spaces, especially when you're using laws that were made a long time ago. Yeah. Um, historically, these kinds of raids have been used to persecute marginalized communities in their spaces. And these recent events not only compromise the community's sense of safety, but also threaten to reverse progress in improving relations between the community, the LGBTQ community specifically, and law enforcement. Uh They're calling for pretty much just being actively aware um, that this is very distressing uh, and that 30 years ago, the Washington Liquor Council board threatened to shut down a number of gay bars that hosted underwear parties. The threat stopped when Cal Anderson, Washington's first openly gay state legislator, uh, showed up for the parties in nothing but his underwear to chat up the board. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so I, I never have gotten
1: why the uh, so we have the same problem here in San Francisco. The ABC board. So when the powerhouse, they they A were local gay bar. yeah they were threatened to have their liquor license uh, pulled in the ABC. They kept getting dinged for for th- showing pornography in the in the bar. So uh, I never understood why the alcohol licensing committee had power over showing of nudity why are they the police of what is happening in the bar
0: so and just one last little bit here yeah. from dan um to take action with us please share this post we'll, we will share i've already shared the which we did online on, on guard as well um planned to t- attend the board meeting which was the day that we we're filming this mm-hmm. and i had people that i was streaming a game that i already planned that as the board thing was happening, but I had people that went to that meeting mm-hmm. electronically, came back in and they said it was totally useless. They they don't care and they're sending it off to a vote for the higher, the higher powers. So it sounded like it was just a shit show like by the people that are running this board and we're still outraged, we're still upset. Yep. But what's especially interesting is after the meeting that they had for the LCB board to decide what they're gonna do, They also let people know that there were photos from that night. While the SWAT team came in and found no underage drinking, they did take photos of people without their consent in multiple forms of dress without announcing their presence. That means that once this investigation is complete, these photos will be released to the public for public consumption. And um, without having to spell it out too much, Dan quite literally puts it in the best possible words. If someone is naked or in some form of nakedness, and you post that on the interweb, Publicly, that is state sponsored revenge pornography. And while there's some sort of loophole that allows the government to get away with this, it should be illegal. It should not be something that they are able to do, especially when they do not announce themselves, especially when they are targeting gay bars, and especially when we have a history that we can literally point out of police brutality, raids, stonewall, for instance. We can't be silent about this, especially when on Tuesday they had this board meeting to discuss this the person in charge of the meeting downplayed the entire situation it also turns out that a week before an lcb officer allegedly cornered a gogo dancer in one of the bars who is said to have been showing too much butt cheek at the bar telling them they had to start enforcing an old policy they have power to enforce this policy they also have the power to change it a fun little anecdote uh they were actually asked at the lcb board meeting who was hurt by the nipple? And I could just imagine how they tried to respond to that because it's just so silly. Why are you going to a gay bar if you don't mind seeing a chest nipple? Why are you going to an underwear night, which is probably what was happening at said bars, if you don't want to see a little butt crack? It's, yeah. And what hurts the most is this is just so close to me. These are my people. The cuff... Mm-hmm. Uh, a Seattle gay bar I used to live next to I go go danced at for about five years uh, Queer bar another bar I'm very familiar with the Eagle in Seattle Dance yeah. there as well um, It's also signed Kevin Cower One of the largest like organizers of gay Events mm-hmm. yeah. not only in San Francisco promoter, yeah. But in Seattle a good friend Of the show and a friend of mine As well as Dan Savage his husband Terry Like all, I know all of these people Personally so mm-hmm. this is just Fucking outrageous especially well, it's your home down. Especially when you consider Cal Anderson, the mm-hmm. guy that was mentioned for standing up in his underwear to the other board officials 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Cal Anderson Park, half a block from the cuff. Mm-hmm. They allow jockstrap, wrest- or jockstrap football games and rugby days. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be naked right there at a park. and I'm, like, I'm fine with that, I should say. <laughs> but you can't do it a block away it's, inside of a, a it's, private it's space. It's
1: veiled homophobia for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so it's it, ridiculous. And then what I, I was noticing, so I posted that, you posted that, um, and then I I started reading the comments, and and some of the comments were of the vein of "Let's not be too quick to judgment," and "Yeah, you shouldn't be wearing uh, jock straps in a public space." And ironically, you, I would look at some of the people making the comments, and I look at their. Uh, Instagram account that they're commenting from Mm. and they're showing full ass crack. (laughs) And so I'm like, okay, this is more public than those closed spaces. Uh, You're, you're uh, a little hypocritical here.
0: But that's just it. Like it's, they're allowed to be naked in these parks right there on Capitol Hill. You can have a jockstrap out. Like the nudity laws are, don't care about that kind of thing. Mm. I mean, even here you can, you can be naked on the side of the street, but as a go-go dancer, even when dancing in san francisco i'd have to have a a strip of fabric over my ass crack you know some some bars some bars yeah
1: but my point is uh there is a pushback from a segment of gays uh calling for us to and and we saw this with F- F- Folsom street fair as well mm-hmm. it was almost a prudish um viewpoint of a very we sex negative sex negative
0: same people that are no king get pride about it yeah Um, and that is concerning. Yeah, I mean the the when police are raiding gay bars, it's usually like a canary in a coal mine thing. That's how Stonewall started. That's how a number of riots started. And that's why people are trying to get out, and to to this is why we're trying to shine a light
1: on it. Yeah, and get ahead of this. So, uh, because they they want to quietly do this to us. Um, and I think we just don't let them. And uh, my hat's off to Dan and Terry and everyone in Seattle that is uh, leading the charge and shining a light on it. And I hope these, um, uh, these uh, is it a panel? What is it that they, they had to go to today?
0: Um, Today it was essentially, Um, plan to attend the, the, the leather boards uh, meeting. It was on Tuesday, as of filming this, the day of, um, physical that, or online. But that wasn't a city. That wasn't a city meeting. It was. It was. I think it was put on specifically for this by the liquor control board because ah. people were upset. Okay. Um. And so it's still an ongoing problem. It's still an ongoing story. It is still a very concerning thing that I. It, it makes me. Worry for our safety in our own bars, yeah. you know, like I I wasn't in a jockstrap My nipples were out and I was drinking a, b- a beer the other night Well, I'm of
1: the age where I remember undercover police used to come in all the time mm-hmm. and try to catch you doing anything Sexual in uh, gay bars and arrest you for that um, so these are our spaces in and I think they're veiling it as a uh, like a health violation We've
0: been doing this for 30 years. It, Why it, the gay bars then? It, I mean, I, I will say within this, it was said that there was one straight bar around the area that was also citated, or cite, citated, cited, cited as for, getting a citation. <laughs> but they, they,
1: it was because there was a complaint of serving a minor, wasn't it?
0: Oh, I didn't hear that. Uh-huh. I didn't hear that. Um, again, this is ongoing still. It, it just broke. I just don't understand the, the thought process of... Why you would go after bars that have been doing this for years? And as long as you're not putting your dick in their drink as you make it, like <laughs> who cares if he's got a shirt That's a on whole or different off. type of know, cocktail. Know, but, That's a cocktail. But the, like putting these citations point. for get
1: no points for that.
0: Oh, uh, it's a very serious topic. Cocktail. I got no, I got it. I got. Do I need to explain it? No, let me just take a drink of my my cocktail. Your cocktail.
1: (laughs) You want me to put my dick in it?
0: Uh, No, thank you, though. I appreciate it.
1: It's liquor board approved.
0: I don't understand how even even yeah you don't want your go go dancers getting all sweaty with their asses out making your drink, but someone who knows what they're doing in like bartenders are so meticulous. Anytime I ever worked with a bartender, they were so careful. They were so un- above board with how they were making drinks. They weren't doing anything they weren't allowed to. But who the fuck cares if they got a shirt on or not? So long as they're being like cleanly and how they make a drink.
1: Have you been to Hooters?
0: You know what? Yeah, Where's, <laughs> where are the where are the citations for Hooters? You know, because and and again, I don't care. I don't yeah. care if their 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 tits are out. I don't care if your your nips are out. You just don't want the hypocrisy. It's the hypocrisy of it all. Yeah. yeah. Hypocrisy? Hypocrisy. What about the low hypocrisy?
1: <laughs> Mine's higher. <laughs> oh, is it? When they go low, I go high. How high? I go hypocrisy.
0: And so, I just want to this should be a reminder that when we don't stand up for things, we end up falling for everything. If we don't if we don't get loud about and push back when yeah. we see this sort of shit, It will only get worse if we do not talk about this and open up and start having these conversations of why is this not okay? Why is this not allowed for the gays, but it is allowed for other bars? Or why are they targeting like things like Stonewall happen because we don't say things for enough time until until it breaks the back.
1: Yeah, until we're broken and then we push back and we fight back and then that's when change happens. So getting in front of it is a really good
0: idea. Oh agreed because yeah. I don't want to have anything where people I mean thankfully you know Stonewall no one died but like other there, there have been other bar instances where people did die yeah. and it's never good it's never fun it's never nice it's never it's never a fun conversation and within the this is a this feels like a canary in a coal mine in some ways I, I'm I'm hopeful that hopefully the, the the board you know sees why this was bad they apologize they do something about it. it and then they they give us a bit more clarity but i feel like this is going to make all of our I bars are going to
1: apologize but no at least let's have it stop
0: yeah but we saw we saw <coughs> for instance already this week i'm seeing bar events getting canceled because they yeah, don't want to have a deal canceled because they don't want to run a risk and as a go-go dancer that when i used to go dance there were some bars that were like you you can't wear underwear and I was like, "You can't wear underwear, like you can't have your, you can't have this exposed or that exposed. And if it's a jock strap, nope, you can't do that. You can wear a thong. My thing was they would let me wear thongs mm-hmm. at some of these bars that were really meticulous about the the inch. You have to have an inch at least of fabric over your ass crack. Instagram doesn't even have that rule. Yeah, I can get more naked <laughs> on Instagram than I can in the bar now, which is well, just wild. Knock
1: on something that may not be for Oh forever, well, so. y- you know.
0: But even then, like Instagram doesn't follow its own rules anyway unless unless they really don't like you um if you're kylie jenner you can get away with whatever the fuck you want but it's just fascinating to me where the how this came out i want to know what started the 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 ball rolling for that specifically because it's there's something there's something you mean yeah there's some someone behind the scenes that needs to answer questions as far as like what happened there made that decision yeah Please be careful, though, with your bars. I I was talking with with chat earlier on Twitch being like, (laughs) we need to make sure we're safe. We need to be conscious. Don't leave bars by yourself. Please have like a whistle or something on you. It's it's not a back the whistle. You have a whistle. I have a whistle. My race gave us whistles all the time. Like the little the R word whistles. I don't know if we can say that word, but leads into the next part of the conversation a little bit. Um do you have any final thoughts, though, on the the gay bar of it all?
1: No, I'm sitting back to, to see how this plays out. Uh, I'm hoping that shining a light on it and people getting loud and noisy and pushing back is going to make it stop. Uh, but we'll see. And like like you said, this just broke this weekend. We're two days into it. One mm-hmm. day into it. Uh, so I'm sure it's going to change daily. So stay tuned.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately. um. But then kind of leads into the next part of the conversation, which for me was talking about, and maybe we'll have another episode about this because we kind of did talk a little bit more about the Seattle scene than anything. I was talking with Twitch chat and I saw a friend of the show, um, a journalist by the name of Bobby Box, put up an article um, that was referencing the F-slur. Did you see this? Fuck? no. <laughs> <laughs> the the other slur the, for for a gay person. Oh, 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 gotcha. The three-letter okay. word that some people really love to use online, uh-huh. um, especially a lot of drag queens like to oh, use really? it. I don't know. Oh, Why yeah. do drag queens like to use it? Because they're reclaiming the word. Ah, okay. And I think that there's a, a larger conversation for sure on on like reclamation of words and the importance of mm-hmm. taking that power away sure. and, and gaining that power back. Um, but he put up a... And first of all, I'm curious in your thoughts of the word. I'm
1: sure you are.
0: <laughs> oh, you want to know them now? I
1: know. So uh, welcome to the podcast. I um, I use the word in private play, and I think. A, but I use it. I extend it to six letters. <laughs> I use a "got" to it. Yeah. But I okay. use it in humiliation play. So uh, when I'm somebody is into being demeaned or mm-hmm. degraded or stuff i use that because that is a term that is meant to be degrading mm-hmm. um now do i think that uh, that do i use it because i think they are a low life for real no um I don't think no so. and but i am aware of uh that it offends people so if i use the term online to describe anything i'll put the app symbol instead mm-hmm. uh, to people who know know what i'm trying to say and well, and get around algorithms i'm sure no i don't think about it that way i just i i, I don't want to offend people who are offended by it it's like it's like it's very much like uh in my day and age the word queer was Almost right. as bad right. as that word. I get it. And so when the LGBTQI plus community started calling themselves queer in the late 90s, I mean, early 2000s, a lot of people my age were up in arms about that retaking of that word. Um, sure.
0: But queer is easier than saying what you, what was that again? Can you try to say that acronym again for me just so I?
1: Wait, am I spelling it? What do you want? No,
0: what's the acronym for the community that you just tried to use?
1: Oh, LGBTQIA. <laughs> i a plus I, See, i get it right it's prefer, too much as queer? a mouth word. i i i understand why it's used <laughs> but you understand why people were I upset i right? do i do so um i do I, pref- I prefer queer and i have no problem with it the other thing is i think over time i've softened as well i used to be hyper masculine um and <clears throat> I th- I think I'm learning a lot about the younger generation coming up and how fluid they are. Um, and some of that fluidity has to do with these terms and reclaiming these terms and not being um, uh, so offended by them. And, and some people use it in sexual play um, and in, in a very uh, consensual way.
0: I get that. Yeah. I, I think that uh, so the the poll that was done by um Bobby, Bobby, by B-Y Bobby Box on Instagram. If you'd like to follow them, they have some fun sex positive posts, but also some naked posts of themselves. Um, talks about the, the words usage with two informal polls, one uh, a polling in 2019 and one a polling in 2023 uh, where it asked people on their opinions of the f slur used during so, sex specifically. They did the same questions in both years. Well, they just asked about their their opinion on the f slur during during sex specifically. Okay. The, the question being, do you like it or, or hate it? And then uh, I think a small why, like what what part about using it or does not using it affects you? So in 2019, I'm curious. I it's like here, let's play a little game. Okay, who or what percentage of the hundred percent of people? Do you think hated the f slur in twenty nineteen?
1: Seventy five percent.
0: Wow, wrong, but close. Seventy three percent. Okay, with twenty seven percent saying really they like it. Mm-hmm. uh Twenty twenty three audience. Do you think that that like went up or down? uh I think the liking using it yeah. went up. Okay. What do you think the percentage of those? So if you guessed how much percent hated it, 75 last time in 2023, how many people, what percent do you think hated
1: it? I think it's 50-50 now. Close. What is it?
0: Um, 52% said they wow. hate it.
1: Well, I am good.
0: I am You're really good. good. You're very so, close. Yeah. yeah is yeah, there that, a mirror that, behind uh, me? Are you <laughs> cheating? No. Hey, that tracks
1: for me, though, because I, I, I've seen it being used and used in a consensual and not a demeaning way more and more often online so i knew it was being used i didn't know drag queens were using it but yeah
0: oh trixie mattel katya i listen to their podcast every week i think it's a fascinating conversation they have about drag race drag but then just being business owners but they use it like trixie has a a joke and i'll see that i'll see the joke in a TikTok every Mm -hmm. once in a while um, and sometimes it's bleeped, depending on who edited the clip out of the podcast. But yeah. in the podcast itself, there's no bleeping. And listening to them, it doesn't offend me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not going to go out of my way to use it. But it was essentially like her joke was like, if I see a gay boy, if I see if I see that gay boy walking down the street, I'm that the, that's the time I'm going to use the F word. Because so you're not going to use the word? I don't. I don't like using it. Okay. I just don't. And okay. that's my personal preference. Maybe in ten years, maybe I will use it. Okay. You know, maybe I will. But right now, in my comforter, I'm. I'm even when I hear the drag queens using, I'm like, oh, okay. I don't, I'm not offended. Okay. I understand the purposes of reclaiming a word, but for me, I do have that that deep seated like, oh, I was called that in high school by mm. jocks that I played on a team with that should have been a friend of mine, but were just terrible, horrible people. Um and I don't like it but but the, the joke being like Trixie, be like if I see a gay boy and I can tell he's gay I will I will lean out the window and I'll just yell F-slur, just to see them surprised but make sure they see it's me cuz the second they see it's me they're going to be they're going to go from oh my god to oh, oh my god you know like yeah. you're in on the joke right And so like so I have friends that call me the F-slur. and I've done it that doesn't I, bother me.
1: I've done that I used I used to it, it's kind of like uh when people walk walk down the street i try to get their attention sometimes i'll say hooker
0: i'll be like hooker i and, i will say hey slut if yeah, i am on that, like that that that, that yeah. wavelength with them if i am on that yeah, level field same. with them now let me ask you a question because i i feel
1: like this is going down and maybe going into a negative space so uh-huh. you know how gay guys in a playful way call each other girl like girl and da-da-da-da-da. sure is that term being used less because it's offended offensive to use a specific gender in that way is that something you know, new no it well so like inform me
0: so here's a here's a fun like anecdote i guess that, that does kind of answer your question is like when i'm streaming or when i'm in making content or on online there's an audience of he she's they them's you know right. the whole the whole gamut Pronouns is spectrum. in chat yeah and i'll be like girl and i'll be like but like in the colloquial gay sense you know like mm-hmm. i i add that caveat because i want to make sure that people understand so, i'm not being so rude
1: i've noticed that sometimes and, you, and sometimes you use the term go piss girl uh um, and that's just a meme
0: right which comes from gossip girl Okay. It's a, it's a joke. It's an internet thing. Okay, you know I didn't know where it came from, but um know your meme. <laughs> but reclaiming words, I just want to say, is it's it is powerful. Mm-hmm. It gives people the power back. I mean, it, well, it, it re-
1: but then I ha- but I also have to point out for the people who get upset when words are reclaimed or da 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 that these are all. Trends that die out over time, and an older generation like mine, we can't keep up with the trends and what is appropriate to say and what's not. And sometimes that gets us very confused because we'll have some youngster go, "Oh, you can't use that term anymore, Daddy," and and I'll be like,
0: "Seems very pointed."
1: No, it, it happens to me all the time. <laughs> yeah, and so because and I'm like, because, "When did that happen?"
0: Because because some because of the wonderful young he does youngsters uh-huh. know their audience and knows that if they think a word is okay to say, they will use it all the time. And so I, I make sure I inform you. Would you rather I yell at you and be like, oh, you're the worst? No. no. Th- this
1: wasn't pointed at you. I, oh, I I'm saw talking, that look. No, <laughs> no, it wasn't pointed at you. I, it happens to me all the time and sure. just out at a bar I'll say something um, that I've been saying for 10, 15, 20 years and then someone will be like, oh, you can't say that anymore now. And I'm like, Oh okay so, well when did that change and how where's the memo for these changes
0: and- Yeah I don't know the, the 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 queer elders don't haven't had a meeting and even then and even then I don't know that I would want a in this this hi, this made up hypothetical queer elders who get to make all the shots i don't know same that i would well, want them to all be well, elders yeah. i would want it to be a you know a, a short sport well, of ages moment, and identities it's not all of these
1: words are coming from the younger generation no, but it's okay but that's and what's it. not to say
0: the younger generation that's over here saying they shouldn't have jockstraps ew degenerates in right the bar no and, are and they're the getting more conservative it's do get very offended by odd. that now when talking about this, yeah. people also express multiple opinions on as far as like, well, maybe I don't use it. But if I hear people use it, like one person's opinion is going to be like, I don't use this, the slur because I'm scared someone who doesn't know I'm gay will, will take it to heart and get offended. Or the other the other site there being the other way around. If I hear someone say the slur, I'll just assume that they're queer or gay or, you know, on, on in, the, in the audience. But like... That doesn't make it okay to use openly everywhere. But it, yet, but in, in my
1: adult life, I couldn't even name on one hand anyone who has ever called me the F slur in thirty-five years. It just that hasn't happened. So, Stefan called you that the other night. What do you mean? No, I mean, <laughs> I mean in the way that it's in intended, a rude way, in a, in in a mm. demeaning like you are a sick gay.
0: I remember I, walking...
1: I, I, I haven't had that happen to me.
0: Ironically, I remember walking past the cuff once, holding hands with my then-boyfriend, and somebody, some straight bro, because they were they were driving in like a Honda truck or some shit, y- y- leaning out the window and, and calling us F-slurs. Really? Yeah. Okay. In Capitol Hill, outside of a gay bar. And that feels so gross. Because it yeah. wasn't Trixie Mattel. I checked. <laughs> well, I don't
1: know. Maybe... Maybe I'm just butcher than you. Maybe you were just being a little too swishy. I don't know.
0: Wow. (laughs) Really? Wow. Mm. It's not an easy thing to do, to reclaim anything that's that's pejorative. Uh, I think that there are ways that you can take back harmful words. We did it with queer, I think. Do you think that it was successful the way that we did it with queer?
1: I think it was. I think it was jammed down our throats a little bit. Uh, Who's us? older generation that was offended by it okay and and especially taking into account now how easily the youth get offended by things we've been saying for years and haven't stopped uh and they now tell us oh you can't say that anymore and we're like well you guys really didn't um take that into account when we told you that you were offending us (laughs) so it's it's a two-way street i guess Uh,
0: slut and and bitch used to be considered slurs too though yeah, and, and, there's, and there's, so and, I actually have and bitch, please. That's used all the fucking time. So, um, I we're not gonna. I think that maybe this is a bigger question or a bit bigger conversation with a little bit more anecdotal evidence. Mm-hmm. But I do have a little um, twenty-one words that the queer community has reclaimed and some we haven't okay i want to hear these and this is from is the this advocate no okay. it's from the advocate so it's not from the fucking BuzzFeed. anything that has a number yeah i don't list i'm always no no no, no. but they never this do is... more than seven <laughs> buzzfeed doesn't buzzfeed. um so right on right off the top queer queer oh, queer okay yeah and that was a big one it was rebranded in the 90s during the aids crisis mm-hmm. we're here we're queer Yep, which I think is a good way to do it.
1: No, it just rhymed, so
0: (laughs) So it became. You could have done a number of things. Yes, but that I think
1: that was the beginning. A point when they started chanting, "We're here, we're queer." a lot of it was punk older, music that, that that
0: used a lot too
1: a lot of older gays were like uh c- stop calling us queer that's what i was bullied to as a kid so yeah i think i think it does i i think it's a non-issue now but it takes time for people yeah. to get used to these reclaiming of words
0: and i mean with the advent of like queer as folk mm-hmm. or queer eye like it, it popularized the term in a Less threatening way, yeah. in a more fabulous way, yeah. and in a way that didn't require LGBTQIA plus. You yeah. know, it didn't confuse people because you say that, and a number of older, I think, queer people will be like, "Ugh, not the acronym." Like, yeah. you've seen that firsthand, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. In the mirror. Wait. wait what? <laughs> what? I'm I'm joking. I'm yeah. I'm fully joking. But it is a difficult acronym. Um. How about this next one? Homo homo yeah uh how is that reclaimed it's still a slur for it, some people it's
1: a technical term mm-hmm. it's a homosexual it's, mm-hmm. it it
0: it's well it, homosexuals right wing sites still use the term homosexuals yeah, and to, I don't get to be derogatory by
1: it um, well, they're not using it in a nice way <laughs>
0: no i know they're
1: not but i i still don't i i'm like well yeah that's what we are we're homosexuals um it, it's 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 like using the word homo sapien.
0: <laughs> We're homo sapien. The, the, the term itself is still scientific in some yeah. ways, but I just, it's on the list. I'm not, I don't know that sex. I agree with that we've reclaimed it yet, but we've definitely taken the piss out of it a bit.
1: Yeah, I think we don't care about it anymore. Yeah.
0: It, it if someone it calls doesn't me doesn't a homo, like me. I'll be like, thanks. You know, If someone called me the F-ster, I'd be like, you don't get to say that. Like, there's a different reaction sure. there. Um, there's a few more on here that are very okay. queer related. What else? Uh, limp Limp wristed, um,
1: yeah, because that's what I just did to you. We used to say that queer people
0: were a way to swishy. Talk about particularly effeminate. feminine, yeah. And right now, and the, so, fem, the femme the fem queer movement is is so popular. Oh yeah, like, and they've reclaimed that to death. Pink is in pink, and is not just in. on Wednesdays. Yes, I keep telling Mister S that they need more pink. <laughs> Oh, so you're going to call them out of the podcast and help they listen? <laughs> Is that because you think one of the Mr. S employees might listen? listen. Mm. No, nobody listens. Shout out, Mr. S. <laughs> um, uh, the case, they even have a case for even if your wrists function perfectly and you don't girl and she... Uh, everything in sight, you are limp-wristed because you're queer, who is threatened and offended by femininity. So I think that I, I haven't is, heard
1: this term in so long. Sure. The limp-wristed thing. That is so old, I don't even think it's used anymore.
0: Yeah. Uh, the next one. We'll go through a few of these. Right. We don't have time for all 21. Okay. Um, dyke. Dyke. I'm which, actually
1: scared to use that term now, even with lesbians, because I don't want
0: to offend them. I will... Describe one, maybe two of our lesbian friends because because they, they use that word for themselves when they introduce themselves at events and they want to be known and that even that's then, what they are. And I want that to be clear. Even then, I know that that can be used as a pejorative term for lesbians, and I never use it for people who I do not know personally. Well, they reclaimed it with dykes on bikes. Yeah, but the, yeah, then you they, talk they, on dykes and bikes. Yeah, see,
1: we, we reclaim things by n- n- rhyming them. <laughs> <So> if, <laughs> if it rhymes, it's okay. <laughs> so we just need to find something that rhymes with the F slur. <laughs> like, Daddy, it's a like, three-letter like, word that like has a... baguette, eight... We could have a baguette with it. <laughs>
0: You've heard an elf on a shelf. Now you yeah, uh, have an F slurred with the back
1: baguette uh, oh in Paris.
0: Not gay isn't happy, but queer as not Fuck you. No. Um. See that one doesn't rhyme. No, it doesn't rhyme at all. Uh. Okay. How about this next one? And I think I feel. Okay. Wait. Question. Have we reclaimed dyke? And I'm talking about something that's blocking water. I don't think
1: we use it anymore. Mm. I think I think the term lesbian is used. Um. And that's an overall like i guess that's all inclusive mm. um and i guess that's and lesbian isn't that sexy either it's like the word homosexual it's it's just describing uh female homosexuals um
0: whereas dyke was just a specific brand of lesbian yeah um well it, a few a few different terms that were like compounded bull was added to it sometimes mm-hmm. um I would say that it's been re- reclaimed by a number of people in the community. Yeah. I think it still has a bit of power to it when used negatively for sure. But mm-hmm. so do most of these words. Though this next one, twink, is on this list. Twink is derogative or? It starts out, How many tw- gay men will say twink was never a slur. Um, but body terms that describe ourselves with like bear, otter, cubs, oh my... They said bear and otters
1: aren't going to think it's a slur either
0: formed as in their term in their words weird gay lingo for sex dating purposes and not pejorative but innocuous words get used cruelly with odd habits like body shaming femme shaming and misogyny all the time. So I would say that twink could be used as a derogatory. Only when you, you what do you call them? Evil twinks? or Demon twinks. Demon twinks. <laughs> Again, a meme. That's a meme. That's a meme. So we that's allow it, you. I guess. I think you're being mean. <laughs> I don't think I'm being mean. Ooh, uh, the T word to refer to uh, trans people. Oh. But in a more, uh, think Heclina. Think parties in San Francisco. I'm trying to think of what the T word is. Blank shack. Oh, 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 yes, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yes. If you look on Google, I have a, if you look on Google this. Maps yes. around where that sh- that party used to happen, yeah. it's still on Google Maps.
1: So, And this is the thing. They reclaim that word. I know. And now it's been taken away. That well, rec- it, so it's on this list. And and this is, it's this on this is list. a good example of what I was talking about where my generation... We've used things, we've reclaimed words before, and now we're told we can't use them. But so you know we why? Get, wait, no, I'm not done. So we get confused when we're told we can't use certain words because we're like, we're not doing it in a derogatory way. We're doing it in a reclaiming way. wait. No, I'm not done. <laughs> now you know I'm I do. I'm doing it in a reclaiming uh-huh. way, the way you guys did the word queer. And then- and this is where I go back to. Where is that memo? When did it stop being okay? When did it start offending everybody?
0: And time and place. I think okay. that in 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 the. Ecosystem that we are were in when they were trying to take back that that specific slur, the T slur, mm-hmm. I think that that was that did not help. It was actually harming the the movement itself. And in in this article even says uh, the cases against reclaiming it, while it has been reclaimed by some, um, we're in epidemic of anti trans violence. It does not help to popularize that word, especially when Fox News is out here calling them the same thing. You know, there there is a, there's a time and a place and a a warmth that is given to a word like queer, for instance, that when they try to circle back. After after we've gotten rights and use that as a negative thing, we're just like, what are you talking about? We use that word for ourselves all the time. You know, it's it's a process reclaiming a word, as I'm sure this entire conversation right here tells you. But just to speed through some of these other words, because we are getting uh, near the, the the end of pod. Uh, fairy, would you say we've reclaimed that?
1: Yeah, I think the radical fairies did. Yep. For sure. <laughs> um and, and it never Fairy was never really a negative one. I guess it was like Nancy Boy. Uh that was used a lot in my uh day and age as Nancy Boys and Fairies. And that that's going back to the swishy and the you're being an effeminate as an adult male. Um
0: No, it's true. Slur, again, more but, body shaming than fem- think femme
1: shaming. I don't think fairy is used as a slur very often
0: well it's on the list so it
1: was at one point i know i know it was yes.
0: <laughs> i'm just asking your opinion as we speed mm-hmm. through a few of these poof
1: poof so that's ahead of me that's before my time um i'm not that old
0: uh don't, well don't but, age yourself but, the, and then say a, you're not old a
1: poof <laughs> was a slur that was very much like uh the F word yeah uh, exactly poof but to me, I just think it's a funny word. It's How like about a poof? It's like a puff of smoke. Poof, fruit? <laughs> fruit. Yeah, you were called a fruit. But that wasn't... We've kind of reclaimed that, That was though. more... It's not... I think a fruit was almost done in a respectful way, if that makes it was sense. A, a, it was a, a way, a way to, to say someone yeah. was gay without... Saying the F. People word. People would say like they're they, a little fruity. Yeah. Like
0: that's how they would say it. Yeah. And I'm not offended by that personally. My dad used to say that California was full of fruits and nuts. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Your dad's canceled. Yeah. You know what it is though? It's it's when it's when the word has a hard vowel or not vowel, a hard constant, like a, a, a hard end to it that makes it really offensive. The F slur Well C U N T and fruit both that do so. i know oh, okay but when you say f- fruity which is what i said not fruit mm-hmm. but fruity like it's fun it's well playful. fruity made it more playful yeah
1: yes. I, I get that but your fruit i don't know it just doesn't have the
0: impact how about this that, one queen queen i don't yeah fine i'm a queen everyone uses yeah. that yeah. yeah um oh have we reclaimed this one fudge packer <laughs> i don't think we've reclaimed this one advocate <laughs> I don't know that. that. Yeah, that's um, a
1: straight thing. They they say they called them fudge packers. I actually I don't know. I always got a little hungry. <laughs> you you, you used to say fudge
0: to me. Ew, and I'm, like, uh, I'm like chocolate. Okay. Uh, Nan- <laughs> Nancy and pansy are both on those Nan- lists. We've we reclaimed like those. Like I said, Nancy boy yeah. being yeah.
1: pansy. I don't find those offensive personally. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I, there was a band called Pansy Division. I think that's sodomite. Thank you. Sodomite. And also, that's right wing Christians.
0: I know, but that's why I think it's reclaimed because you just sound silly if you're trying to. You sound silly. You sodomite. You're going to be smitten by God. And then, last but not least, this one's funny uh, because I was asked, like in my 20s, when I was at an anime convention by a straight boy who was kind of queer, he's like, Is it okay if I call you a pillow biter, though, when I talk about you? (laughs) And I said, why would I be eating pillows? I had never <laughs> you heard. Didn't figure that one no, out. No, I had never heard that term before. And he's like, you know, gay person. I was like, what? So this one hits close to home because even at the time, I was like, was Am confusing. I supposed to be offended or is it like you want me to put my face in a pillow? Why would I be eating the pillow? I'll just put my face to the side so I can yeah, breathe.
1: Uh, that one went over your head. Uh, yeah, it was used, but. Like just more as a a comical thing.
0: Well, it was it was actually from a 70s scandal. Did you know that? No. From British politician Jeremy Thorpe, who was accused of attempting to murder his male lover, Norman Scott, in 1974. It's all very confusing. Yeah, I don't know. It just says it's all very confusing, the origins of the term itself. But during the trial, Scott allegedly explained his unwillingness to bottom with some colorful storytelling, saying, I just bit the pillow. I tried not to scream because I was frightened of waking Mrs. Thorpe. So he used it as a gag and... <laughs> and that's the and gag. The I, I, I think as we end the pod... Mm. um. Reclaiming things, rec- our space is included. Yeah. Our, our, included, whether it's a bar or a word, time and place is important context and intent, mm-hmm. but so is just being yourself unabashedly. If you're using a term for yourself that you find power in because it makes you feel in your ways about you, your sexuality, your identity, um, or just your bar and your atmosphere and your community, that that should be what's important to you. It shouldn't be something that you project on other people. It shouldn't be an expectation that then other people use that word or it's okay for other people to use that. These things are all personal. Our experiences are personal. Like pillow biter to me is a funny story because I had a friend that was very dear to me ask me if they could call me a pillowbiter, and it was just the funniest reaction of like, why would I bite a pillow? Yeah. But to someone else, that might be a really deep cut. You know, that might be something their, their parents called them in a really derogatory way. So I think that regardless of reclaiming or not like you have to be conscious of the context the 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 cadence definitely how something is worded Mm -hmm. because the f-slur here is something they call a bundle of sticks elsewhere or a cigarette in other places of the world so like yeah. And and uh, so
1: when we were in Berlin, I bought a, a uh, you know, the, the Gear Berlin uh, T-shirts. There was one uh, with C-U-N-T on it. Yeah. And I, I bought it because I was going through this humiliation phase with the Dom. And <laughs> but I have yet to wear that in public because I don't want to offend. I know a lot of people are offended by that word. And I don't want to without them knowing why yeah. I'm wearing it. I don't. I, I I just, I've been uncomfortable even going to a gay bar with that shirt on.
0: Oh, I called Kevin that at the end of the podcast because I had permission. Oh, right, right. And Kevin texted me like, did I ask you? And I was like, yes. But also, <laughs> did, why'd you bleep it? I was like, well, I still don't want to put it out. You I don't, don't know. It, yeah, feels I like it, it feels like a slur. It feels like a swear word. It, I don't know. It triggers people. and It does. And, yeah, It does. Um, But no one, no one got on my case about it because they knew that I wasn't being offensive with it and mm. I wasn't being derogatory and it was very much an inside joke in that regard i'm never going to go up to someone and call them that that that's that's mean and i don't want to be mean to someone (laughs) like that's just that's just me um but we do love hearing the feedback and the conversations your own takes on this especially when i was and this is a fine line of like talking about slurs in your your twitch chat live like that my auto mod was going wild i'm
1: sure oh well what didn't the scissor sisters have that uh that stanza uh, 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 unti, but I never knew if they were saying
0: cunty or unti. Do you do you know what song I'm talking I about? I don't because I don't want to hear you sing it. But I also don't know what <laughs> song you're talking about.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it's the Let's
0: Have a Kiki. Yeah, is it?
1: Yeah. uh, I don't know if
0: they say hunty, hunty, or cunty. It's hunty. Hunty. I'm pretty sure it's hunty. Okay. But if we're wrong and you'd like to let us know, Daddy, (laughs) where can they find you not only getting shaved, but maybe reclaiming your time? Reclaiming
1: my time. Uh, You can find me, the naughty stuff, at mrchristopher.com, and that's Christopher with a K. Or you can find me on Twitter saying inappropriate things at Christopher Weston.
0: You can find me everywhere doing my best to be very respectful of my terminology and just Censoring things that I don't want people to be offended by because I'm really not trying to be mean. At Pub Amp, you can find the sexy stuff. Pubamp.com. This has been What's Your Safe Pod, y'all. We updated, I think, finally successfully. We updated not only the the name of the podcast on things, but mm-hmm. also the icon, so you should now find it at What's Your Safe Pod.
1: I, I'm working with someone about getting a new um, show. A jingle.
0: Oh, too.
1: I need to write some lyrics though, so I need to. You guys
0: us a few jingle guy. openings. I'd
1: love that. Um, I was like what's your safe pod can we also not your can we, we
0: play on this off the pod, your I'm, safe pod. I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to what? I i'm wanted. trying to close the show i'm trying to close the show and we will talk to all of you not derogatory terms later <laughs> bye and
1: for our patreons who have been watching us lounge leisurely on my couch if you want to see us do it more here on our couch let us know on patreon please and thank you for supporting us there and stick around and you can see an extended podcast for our patreon
0: that we call the after pod or the aftercare yeah um where we answer one of your guys's questions from the patreon group and today we're just going to be a little teaser uh today's after pod is going to be about is sub stealing a thing sub oh my god i have no, 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 no. i know exactly is what you have are really our... i'm not kidding oh my god and we will talk to you all next week
1: bye